is the Stagger Podcast. Welcome into the Stagger Podcast. What is up? I am J.D. Smith. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Derek Smith. And we got a lot to get to today. All the results from Kansas, of course, which seems like it happened a million years ago, but we will talk about that quickly. Get you ready for Tejas and also a look at the playoff standings as we are running, plus plenty of silly season updates to talk about as well. Derek, yeah, got, got a lot to get to today. Where do you want to start? What do you want oh, to go? Oh, I think uh, I think in Dorothy and Toto Land would be a great place to start. Oh, okay. Yeah, is that well? Is that they're we're, not well, in Kansas? They're, we're well, not in Kansas anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. They are not in Kansas they are anymore. Not in Kansas They've anymore. left Kansas. Yeah, they left Kansas too. So they, yes, they, back so that, to that works. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. I like that they uh, I, they had the number 14. Did you see that? They showed it on the broadcast where they had people laying on the hillside and spelling out the 14. <laughs> and I wanted to tweet because Clint Boyer A tweeted that joke. out. I was like, well, I wanted to say like, they're not tweeting like 14. They're actually tweeting like, they're, they're actually, that picture wasn't 14. It was high to like a helicopter that's flying overhead and Clint just misread it, but that's okay. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. That's obviously Some not guy it. went to go get a beer and then, and then Clint's like, like, oh, I have 14. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, so your winner from Kansas, I mean, this has never happened before. Joey Logano, I mean, he, you I know, mean, he's winning at Kansas. That's crazy. No. In the playoffs. Yeah. That's a pretty big deal. Uh, did no, it without dumping someone? Well, I, well. I, he didn't get dumped. He didn't get dumped. He didn't dump anybody in the first place. In my opinion, he was yeah. racing hard and Matt Kenseth was too slow. That's this, what I say. This man likes his sliced bread. Let's just say that. <laughs> That's right. Um, Kevin Harvick was second, Bowman third, Kislowski fourth, and Kyle Busch in an inconsequential effort because he's completely well, out of the picture is finishing of, fifth. But he did get his first stage win of the year. Better late than never. Better late than never. <laughs> what does that do for you now? Isn't it crazy? Like, it's amazing. If they would have flipped, un- it's flipped Kansas and the Roval, he may have sneaked through. Maybe. He, he may have been the next round. Maybe. But and going, uh, to, going to Texas and Martinsville, I believe, there's a chance he could have made to the round, Final Four. There there's is, a chance he could have been defending champion. There is. But That's you know how what? crazy it is. They didn't sneak up on him in like the day of the race no. and say, hey, instead of Kansas, we're running at the Roval. Get ready. They, he knew this was oh, the Roval. He knew he had the whole it year. was on the schedule. They knew exactly where they were going, and he couldn't get it done. So, well, they did sorry, sneak, Kyle Busch fans. They did kind of sneak up on him in April and say, hey, you can't practice anymore. Oh, well, they did do that. <laughs> they did and do that. He never, and, then, and his team never adjusted. Yep. Or they tried to, I'm sure, but... They couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So, I mean, look, let's be real here. The guys who have been at the front all year, who have it, who has it been? It's been Denny Hamlin. It's been Kevin Harvick. It's yep. been the Penske cars yep. for the most part. Um, it's been... Of late, Truex of, has been running. Of late, Truex has been up there. Chase has been all, yep. all over it. So it's not like the successful cars all just bombed this year and... And he was caught up in that. All the successful cars that are usually pretty good over the last five years, all those drivers, for the most part, were still pretty good this year. They were still really good. Kyle Busch is the one who just had the abysmal year. And I do think it's worth stopping there and pointing that out. Yeah. Now, it clearly shows that the practice, when he gets that, he might maximize that practice time better than anyone else in NASCAR history, for all we know. Because what is it 57 wins that he's got or 55 whatever he's on some number like that that's a that's a hard number to get to i don't care what kind of equipment you're in that's very difficult to do but denny hamlin has been able to amass some more win totals this year kevin harvick has added to his totals kyle bush has not so we've we've already talked about that i don't mean to keep rehashing it but 
Yeah, Kyle Bush, man. It's uh it's good for him to get a stage win, I guess. I bet you AFB. I I wonder, like, do you do guys in the like do they see him? I guess you're not seeing him in the garage because no one's in the garages right now. They're just in their haulers, but do they see him and go like, hey man, congrats on your stage win? And he just like flip him the bird or tell him, you know, just scream at him. I don't know, because that would be that would that would be damning with faint praise, I think is the phrase you use there. Just, oh, wouldn't it be funny if uh Ty Dillon's like, Oh hey, you got one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you and me both. Hey, that's yeah, cool. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You drive the M&M's car, you'll be driving that for a million years. I'm looking for a ride. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah so rounding out the uh, rest of your top ten here, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Martin Truex Jr., and Christobel, Christopher Bell getting a top ten finish there. So yeah, overall, a pretty, uh, I don't think it was like a, a huge consequential race. I mean, it's a playoff race, obviously. It's, it's Kansas. It still cracks me up. To, not cracks me up. But it's still crazy. Hey, Christopher Bell driving in a car that's, you know, got four races left is clicking off a top 10. It's not the first time either that he's done one of those this year. It's just, it, it's just crazy that how competitive NASCAR Cup racing is, how the sponsorship is, and just sometimes you're just going to be left holding the bag like Eric Jones was, you know, it's just, yeah. it, it's insane. So yeah, I, I totally forgot. We were talking before the show about who's in this car, who's in that car, just reminding ourselves. And we're like, oh yeah, Christopher Bell, like a month and a half ago was told he's going to be in the, in the 20 car. Mm-hmm. That's Great. crazy. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's, it's hard. We all knew it was coming, but you just didn't think it was going to come this quick. Yeah. Yeah. And he's obviously, yeah, you can start to see the performances taken up a little bit there. Um, so looking at the playoff standings, of course, Joey Logano sitting great. He's already through to the finals. So Joey Logano is one of the guys that I have a shot at Phoenix to get it done. That's yep. a pretty big deal there. Uh, the other three right now, Harvick and Hamlin, you know, is anybody truly locked in at this point? No, but Kevin Harvick is uh, how many points ahead? I'm trying he's to start at Texas and then he's locked in, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah, he's 67 points to the good. If I'm not, if he clicks no, off, no, no, I'm sorry. 41 points to the good. If he so, clicks, off, clicks off a top 15, if he doesn't have engine failure the next two weeks, so if, if, he, if he's if he's at if he's plus fifty points heading into Martinsville, he's 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 fine. Yeah. yeah. So basically, he has to have he has to finish like tenth. He has to finish tenth from the bottom or better this weekend, and he's good. Yeah. And he should be locked in. Uh, so Denny Denny is there. plus twenty right now, so not locked in, but a really good start there. And then Brad is at plus eight. Uh, the oh, guys, he's, he's a total lock. Oh, Brad Gislowski. Oh yeah, man. Have you ever watched me watch dribble basketball? I'm amazing. How do I have a kind of a, a kind of a southern accent? I'm from Michigan. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's the teeth. I don't, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Come on, to guys. Me. By the way, I hear a lot of things in Michigan are Let legal. Let them go, Paul. Let them go. A lot of things in Michigan that are legal that are not legal in Ohio. I don't know how any of us would know that. But anyway, gambling what? is what we're gambling. Gambling is oh, what we're talking about. I thought about, you meant course. I thought you meant football losses to Ooh, Division One college oh, football teams. Oh, oh, oh. We don't do that in Ohio. No, we don't. we don't do that in Ohio. They do no. that in Michigan a couple times a year. Yeah, that's right. We don't do um, it in Ohio. So let's in college football season starting up this weekend. Oh, I O. That's right. Um, okay. I'm here. I can do the I.O. I'm here. <laughs> uh, oh, we got we got that out of the way. So Chase Elliott is eight points out right now with uh, two races to go. Bowman is 27 points back. Yeah. Uh, Truex Jr. is 31 points back. Yeah. And Kurt Busch is eliminated, essentially, unless he wins. Yeah. 73 points back for Kubu. Well, I think Kubu. Kubu. <laughs> Kubo. Kubo. Um, you know what? It wouldn't shock if he goes out and goes three three wide in the last five laps and 
does something in Martinsville to find his way into the final. And if he does, if he gets to, if he gets to Phoenix, I know it's Kevin Harvick land mm. and Denny Hamlin's been strong there sure, too. Sure. I think it's going to be like everyone else has been just, they just brought a, a fist to a gunfight. I think, I really think Kurt Busch is going to go out there and just win the whole thing. Would that not be something if he found a way to like win one of these next two, obviously Texas is kind of uh, what we saw, right? Yeah. Uh, no, Cole Custer was Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Is that where he went? Yep. All right. But Texas is still another one of those tracks I where mean, it, fuel mileage would come into play. There yeah, could be a great strategy. They've already, just, they've already showed they can win a race. They have to. Yeah. Yeah. They've already that's done true. That. Yeah. So we could see Kurt Busch find his way in with a win. And wouldn't that be something if the Bush brother that wins oh, the whole series is this year and it's Kurt winning it, Kurt. not Kyle, man, that would be, <laughs> boy, you want to, I mean, you I got don't know. Ty Dillon one week saying, Hey, you got a stage win. And Kurt Bush like, Hey, I got two championships now too. We know <laughs> 16 years apart. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Years apart. I will, I will be rooting for that. If he gets into the final four, he no drove doubt about it. And he, he raced against Dale Earnhardt senior. I know. Right. He's That's, the last one. I believe. Right? Him yeah. and Boyer. Yeah, Boyer and Boyer's done. So, and Boyer's yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah. See, that'd be something else. If he gets one done, that'd be pretty awesome. Uh, so of these guys, all right. So the guys you have to consider to be the, the contenders here to race in, unless, you know, uh, one of these other three guys, Bowman, Truex, or Kurt Busch, were to find a way to win. Uh, what do you think? Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Brad Kozlowski, Chase Elliott. Who gets left out of these next two weeks? Uh, who do you think of those four guys? One of them can't make it in yeah if it's those if it's you know just looking at the points yeah chase is not out of it. he's only eight points out so what do you think i think brad keselowski is going to have some drop off i know i know that he he's done well at a few of these tracks um he can show up and win anytime he wants to uh he he, he got a stage win last week i just have a feeling that he's eight points below he's going to drop I think Chase is going to stay in this. I think Chase has a chance to win in Martinsville. Um, last time they were under the lights in Martinsville, I believe he uh, got wrecked by Denny Hamlin and would have mm-hmm. advanced from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was technically a day you race. You wrecked me. That yeah. was, a, it day was race, a day race, yeah. but it turned into a night race. I mean, he- yeah. technically the, the race we went to was a Monday, I think, or Sunday. Yeah, we, but did. Yeah, we went to a Martinsville yeah, a, Monday. Yeah, Martinsville Monday when it snowed out the day before. So, yeah, yeah. I still um, remember. I still remember being at the track when flurries were coming down and the trucks were racing, and we were like, "We should probably we were, get out yeah, of here." We were, we were laughing about it. Like, I don't think they're going to get this Xfinity race in, and yeah. uh, they didn't. Yeah. Spoiler or no, not the truck race, not the Xfinity race. The trucks. That's I mean, right. The, the trucks flurries were, were coming down and they were racing, and we were like, "This is not going to last." It's March in Martinsville, right? Yeah, March, March. Yeah. Why did we ever go to Martinsville in March? Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's well. It's I, what is the difference we going now or going in March? Right. It's either way. You're gonna catch it on yeah. catch it on the end or catch it in the beginning of the season. I don't know. You know July in Martinsville would probably be really nice. Up in the boy, mountains. that would be sticky. That'd be some fun. I yeah. think that'd be you'd see some rubber getting laid down for sure. Oh yeah, be real interesting. All yeah. right. Um, so I thought for, you just meant the folds between my shirt or something. <laughs> it would also be sticky and sticky. Yes, our yeah. fat layers. That's right. <laughs> uh, but let me add this with Chase Elliott. So I'm looking at the uh, the manufacturers, the MFRs on yep. this uh, little here uh, graphic that I have up. Uh, Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, Brad Kozlowski, what do they all have in common? They drive for that blue oval, mm-hmm. right? Denny Hamlin is the only Toyota. I mean, Truex has an outside shot, but Denny Hamlin's been the best car, you could argue, all year, best team between him and Harvick, but certainly the best Toyota. So he's going to have everything he needs going forward from the manufacturer. Chase Elliott's the bow tie that... 
looks like it, he has the best shot. And I would not be surprised if Chevrolet and all those Chevy teams, all that data is getting back to him in some way, shape, or form to help assist with that. And Bowman too. Bowman's you know behind him, but man, I just I I can't see Chase Elliott missing the final four. I'm with you. I, I think if anybody's going to miss it, it'd probably be Brad because I can't see Harvick or Ham, Hamlin missing it. But yeah, I think I think your final four is going to be Logano, Harvick, Hamlin, and Chase, unless we get a wild card in there, and then chaos then it <laughs> then martinsville will be an absolute she show she show she show she show that's right yeah. um all right so there you go a little recap there texas this weekend we're excited about that uh we'll give you a lineup rundown before we get out of here who do, who do you who do you think is going to win the texas race and lock themselves into the playoffs Man, if I had to guess, uh, not if you had to guess, I would say I want to say bill. I want to say Kevin Harvick is uh, pretty good at Texas. Has mm-hmm. run quite a few fall races there in a row, or at least quite a few of them. So I'm going to go with uh, Happy Harvick getting it. He'll be Happy Harvick, and he'll get locked in. This is the age of chaos, so I'm going with Kurt Busch or Alex Bowman. Oh, I'd love it. I think that'd be awesome. By Thank the way, Kevin Harvick did get the pole. All right, let's just. I'll give you the lineup real quick here if you would like it. Uh, your top five, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Brad Kozlowski, Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman. Oh. Tru- Truex is down at sixth. Oh. Denny is seventh. Kurt oh. and Kyle, eighth and ninth. And mm. Ryan Blaney. That's your uh, lineup right there. Now, let's talk silly season. Uh, the news came down uh, not too long ago that Richard Petty Motorsports has named Eric Jones as the driver for the number 43 car next season. He's obviously going to be out of his ride at JGR, so... What do you think? 43 car for Eric Jones. What are your expectations for him? Well, I, I mean, Eric Jones is a proven plate racer. I think he, it wouldn't shock me to see the 43 going to victory lane next year. Really wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me if Eric Jones gets a win before Bubba Wallace does. And I'm a Bubba Wallace fan. I'm fine admitting that. The thing that's going to be tough for him is realizing the tracks that he used to be really, really good at, um, he's going to have some struggles with in that equipment. Now, let's see what happens when the 2020 body comes out, it's supposed to be a little more economical uh, than the next gen car. Um, it could all be changed. Maybe it will, maybe there is going to be an advantage to having a one car team, less overhead, more streamlined. I don't know. Yeah, that that, that could be a game changer. I, Jordan and Hamlin are betting on that, I believe. So could be. Who knows? I mean, it, but I think it's great that Eric, given the options, he could have been. And you know, there's rumors about him unseating Ryan Priest, maybe. Uh, he could have been in, you know, gosh, a, a Rick Ware kind of situation just to get laps, like almost like he could have been the 96 to stay in the Toyota camp. I mean, there's a lot of things that could have happened, yet he found his way into a ride that Daniel Suarez couldn't um, and that even, you know, Austin Sidner couldn't. Austin Sidner's down still in the Xfinity Series, you know. Yeah, but I think Austin Sidner, uh, that's, that's just it's, a, it's a form It's a formality, I know. Yeah. But, but my point is, is that, that 43 seat, I guarantee you, Corey LaJoy is sitting there going, dang. Oh, yeah. You know? For sure. Some and of those it, guys. And if, yeah. the, and if that, if the Hendrick seat is still there, if it's not been retract or contracted, I bet you, you know, maybe if Larson doesn't get that, he's probably going, dang, the 43 was my next best option. So the 43 was an attractive car here. Yeah. And Eric Jones found himself in the next best ride outside of Gibbs, I would say. And Hendrick, I mean, aside from Hendrick, obviously. Yeah. Um, one other quick note on Eric Jones. So he's going to be replacing uh, 
Bubba Wallace, obviously, but Bubba Wallace had a nice resurgence this year in part because he was working with Jerry Baxter, who was his former crew mm-hmm. chief in the truck series at KBM. Yes. And who else was at KBM? K- KFBM. Sorry. Well, yes, that's right. KFBM. Yeah. But who else was at Kyle Busch Motorsports was Jerry Eric, ba- jo- Eric, Eric Jones. Jones. Yeah. And he didn't work directly with Jerry Baxter. Like the, he was never, Baxter was never his crew chief, but they did have a working relationship. They talked quite a bit when he was there and, they said they've already kind of rekindled that. Eric Jones talked about Jerry uh, pretty pretty glowingly. I like Jerry Baxter, um, so yeah, I think he's a, he's a good crew chief for younger drivers. Like I don't know if how he would work out as well if you put him just drop him in on Kevin Harvick's pit box. I don't know how that works out because I think right. Kevin Harvick's kind of a, a crotchety, angry old dude who doesn't like to take instruction and Jerry Baxter strikes me as more of a guy who offers that instruction a little bit Mm -hmm. more. Not that Eric Jones is a newbie, but certainly he could probably benefit from some guidance as any under 30 driver probably could. Right. So uh, I think that's a good pairing and we'll see how that goes. But now, so that's Eric Jones's situation. We also have the chase Briscoe situation, which I am so happy for this dude. Uh, The chase Briscoe story. I assume most of you know it, but for those who don't, this is a guy who had a lot of promise. He had a lot of expectations on him. And then it kind of stalled in the Xfinity series. He wasn't quite living up to the billing, I think, that was kind of put on him when he goes in trucks. And he, what was the goal he set for himself this year? Was something like winning? Like eight or nine wins. Yeah, eight or nine wins. He's like, I'm going to pretty much have to do this to keep my career going because I don't know if I'm going to get up to the next level unless I have some kind of monster year. And then what did he do? He's gone out and had a monster, monster year. year. He is now qualified for the championship round. He he's just been phenomenal, man. He he drove the wheels off that high point yeah. forward. Uh, so now because of that and how good he did there uh, in a Stuart Haas car, it should be noted in the Xfinity Series the number ninety eight car, he's now getting Glenn Boyer's seat. He's going to be driving the number fourteen Ford next year, and I am thrilled for this cat, man. Good for him. Good, yeah. I'm I'm pumped for him too. And if you didn't remember back in the spring, he had a misfortunate. Uh, deal where he was sitting in his uh, hauler uh, at Darlington, and due to the due to the COVID restrictions, uh, his wife actually had a miscarriage, and he was not able to be with her. So he had they both had to go through that alone, mm. and that was very tough. And not only did he go out and win the next day, he won against Kyle Busch in the Xfinity Series, yeah, chasing him down and passing Kyle Busch and getting the win. That was, I believe, the first of his nine wins this summer. Uh, came in in that first race back in Darlington. So uh, I am super pumped for him. Anytime you get a guy who has the opportunity to rebound his career, he was with Brad Keselowski Racing, if you remember that. BKR, they were a truck series giant in the day. And Ryan Blaney came out of that. It was Ryan Blaney, I believe, and Chase Briscoe in the same Mm. two-car team. Yeah, and you saw what right. happened with Ryan Blaney's career. It traject it went on a trajectory that shot him up to the Wood Brothers and over to Penske, and then from that, Chase Briscoe's still been in the Xfinity, still being in, in in Truck Series, trying to make it work. So for him to get in Stuart Haas on a year where there's a ton of free agents and we all know the names, and Tony Stewart says, "Hey, let's go with this guy." Yeah, that speaks volumes when there potentially is a Kyle Larson sitting out there. Yeah, it I does. mean, considering their relationship, they have. Yeah, and, and Tony had said he really wanted to make it happen. Obviously, I think the writing is on the wall there with Kyle Larson that right. if Hendrick wasn't going to be signing him, yeah. maybe this goes a little differently because it doesn't seem like Tony Stewart would have been averse to signing right. Kyle Larson. No, but he would Because everyone expects that he's going to that Hendrick ride, more on that in a second, 
I think that is a you know if if you can't get Kyle Larson, I think Chase Briscoe is a fine replacement. Is, and he's, is he better than Eric Jones? Oh, is, is he, he better, better than Eric than, Jones? Is yes. He better than Corey LaJoy? Yes. Is he better than uh, the, 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 the? He might the, be better the, than a lot of guys that we currently see in the Cup Series every week and go, ah, oh, that guy's uh, all right. I mean, he's. I'm saying we don't know, man. This guy showed something this year that we have not seen. And I mean, well, I can't say we haven't seen it, but the guys who have done it are are guys who have a lot of promise right now in the Cup Series, right? So yeah, he, of- he's put on a show. And I will say one last little quick thing on him. The similarities between him and Tony Stewart are pretty amazing because he grew up in Indiana. He was a big Tony Stewart fan. He actually had a quote where he said, I wish I could go tell seven-year-old Chase Briscoe, who was wearing his Tony Stewart stuff and playing sprint car video games and NASCAR video games, that he was eventually going to get to drive his car. Definitely crazy to look back on and think about all those things. And I think that's something that, like, the Tony Stewart thing, transferring the 14 to Clint Boyer, it's kind of been lost, but like, yeah, that's Tony Stewart's number. Yeah. That's his car. And now Chase Briscoe will actually probably be kind of the first one who really carries that on in that way. Cause I don't think they made as big of a deal about, Boyer. you know, your Boyer's driving Tony Stewart's car. Like it was more like, well, well, Clint Boyer's coming to race for Tony Stewart because Clint Boyer's a good driver. Right. Now I think Chase Briscoe, his identity is going to be a little more wrapped up in this is like the passing of a torch. I think there's a little more to that situation and we'll see how that goes. We'll see how he handles that pressure. I think outside of obviously Austin Dillon bringing the three back a few years ago, and that still is Dale. Everyone looks at as Dale's number that Austin's driving. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but to everyone else, they just potentially retired the 88. They might rebrand it. We don't know. We're still figuring that out, but that was the most remarkable number was Dale Jr.'s number 88. Well, that may be going away. Yeah. So what is the next, outside of the three, in that unique situation, what is the next marketable number? It can't be the four of Harvick because he had a couple different ones. It can't be the 22 of Logano because that, I mean, may, maybe that one, the two to me is always Rusty's number. It's always a Penske number. Two and 22, Penske. You know, uh, yeah. you look at 19, that one just came about for Truex Jr. Even though he's a champion, just came about. Kurt Busch has changed numbers multiple times. The 42 is not what it used to be. I don't think it ever could no, be. No. So it's like there's no other number that's sitting out there, the six of Roush maybe, but that's maybe. that's not going to come back for a while. No. I mean, th- there's there's all these numbers that have historical value. and But they're not. Yeah, you're right. It's and I believe the, the 14 is probably the most, wow, who's driving the 14 car? It could you know, be. You're right. If you, it could, if you it definitely the 14, could be going for it. The, the 22 to anyone on a college campus, they'd probably say, oh, the 14, that's uh, what, that Stewart guy, Old Spice maybe. dude? I maybe. Mean, I maybe. You I'm might get saying. that. But, like, but they wouldn't say, oh, that's Joey Logano, and that's Kevin Harvick. Probably yeah, not. No, sadly, I think you're right. Uh, but that is something that is is very interesting to keep an eye on with Chase Briscoe because yeah. obviously his story is great. Dirt track racer, just like Tony Stewart, grew up 60 miles from where Tony Stewart grew up. I mean, it's it's going to be a lot of a lot of fun, and I I do wish for him nothing but the best. I hope I hope he has a really good uh, good run there in that 14. Car. Yeah, and I was just going to say too. Speaking of young guns, that maybe this might be a personal reflection, but I feel that I have not gotten to enjoy this rookie race as much as I would have in a pre-COVID world. Because yeah. it was one of the most hyped rookie classes in a long time. And I was really looking forward to going and seeing these guys. I mean, I did get to see them kind of out of track at the at the All-Star race. I saw them on different, you know, not in the main race. But yeah. um, but I think it would have been great. I mean, Cole Custer won a race. Tyler Reich had a great first half of the year. Um, and Christopher Bell, just, like we were talking earlier, just clicked off a top 10. But to me, it would have been fun to see the three of those guys paraded around at each racetrack, 
you know, and it would have been a storyline that people would have wrote about because like, hey, this is something to play for here. You could be rookie of the year and these guys, all three of them may be a champion someday. Yeah, it's very. Right. I mean, it's very possible. And you know, this might be something in 20 years where we're like, man, that was the lost rookie season of these three guys. And one of them yeah. won a race. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and who knows what it would have looked like with practice, right? With practice or with just even just being fan, able to fan engagement. Yeah, too. a lot of that too. Yeah. You're right. I think I think there's a lot more that could have happened there. And, and it uh, it has felt a little bit like, uh, and I hate to say this because we're only three more races left in the season, Jeez. which that's crazy to talk about, right? I never would have thought we would have got here. No, never. not not how the season started, certainly. But, you know, the fact that we're looking at three races, it does feel a little bit like the season started to almost kind of go through that all right, we're, we're trucking to the end and mm -hmm. it doesn't feel necessarily like each race is as big of an event as nope. much it is as a, I don't want to say obligation, but feels more like they're all just trying to get through this yeah. and get done with it and crown this champion and then hope next year we can actually see. I know fans are back in the stands, but it's still not the same. Yeah. It's weird. Like if the number of fans at some of these tracks probably wouldn't be drastically greater if we had like full open stands, but we'll never know, like, would some of these tracks have been sold out with fans? Like, oh, would I'm people sure have, have like, you know, gotten if, excited if, over some things that happened in NASCAR? you snapped your fingers and had 100% certainty that you would not get this. Oh, yeah. You would have been like, hey, I'll go to Kentucky. I'll go to Indianapolis. Yeah, sure. Why not? But you I'm know? saying, like, some of those tracks anyway just don't have a lot of people at yeah. them normally. I'm just wondering... Would we have like 80% capacity? Would it be 50% capacity? But we'll never know. And Never and will. Hopefully next year we'll get to find out how these tracks are doing and, and actually get to see what the numbers look like. Uh, one other silly season item before we move on. Haley Deegan is getting the promotion to the truck series. Not a t total surprise there. She ran the DGR Crosley Ford number four in the Arca Menard series. Of course, once you're in the Arca series, it's often that or k and East. Like it's... From there, the next step is to Trucks. get you up in a truck if you've got yeah. the funding. And, of course, she's going to have all the funding she wants because she's a name and she has a great story as well. Brian Deegan, her dad, was a yeah. legendary motocross X Games guy. If you've never seen yeah. what Brian Deegan's done on a motorcycle, you should probably go look that up. And then, and then Baja Trucks, like he's phenomenal in that stuff out west. And she was good at it too, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. I know yeah. she did some of that stuff. So I'll, I'll tell you this, man. So I joined the ARCA because ARCA and KNN merged this year to make one series, right? So I joined that, like one of the fan groups on, on Facebook, just to like, you know, just yeah, to see. Jump in and, and I was thinking too, maybe we'll promote our show at some point. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, these people are crazy. Maybe it's not ARCA fans, but what the small microcosm I've seen about maybe 3,000, 4,000 fans of this group, you say Haley Deegan mm -hmm. and you get 300 comments of people going, she is trash. Oh God. And then you get the other half. They're oh, like, oh God. You get a couple that are like, you know, she's got some really good, um, you know, racing metrics. And I think she's got a shot. And, you know, she's won three races and da 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 da. And then you got a few other, then the rest of them, like the vast majority of them are like, Haley, will you marry me? Oh my gosh, you're the beautifulest thing ever. Yeah, I never loved a race car oh, driver feel, more than you. Let me tell you something. So I'm telling you, you, you thought Danica Patrick had her following? Haley Deegan's going to have this boomer following that you will not see coming next year mm -hmm. and the year before. Just wait. I'm just oh, wanting to let yeah. you know I'm seeing this from the from the from the interwebs of Facebook and it's well, I feel no, sorry I, for and her. And I tell you, like, I, I mean, I remember watching Brian Deegan yeah. when I was in high school, like, and I we would some me and my some of my buddies would watch some of those like motocross videos and 
you know, that was just, I, I just, I thought he was just a daredevil, badass, all that stuff. So his kids racing, I'm going to be rooting for his kid oh, yeah. to do something, you know, has nothing we to do with her. girls. Of course, they're going to probably want to see the, you well, know. and that's, there's that aspect too, that it's, it's nice for me. They always ask me, dad, is a girl running in this race? And I have to say like, no, not right now. Um, you know, but some of the truck series, obviously like Natalie Decker was running yep. and you know, it's, it's not that she'll be the only female out there, but it's just, it's good to have more females in the sport. I think that's not a bad thing. Yep. And for people who say, well, she's just getting promoted because she's a woman. Um, no, I don't think that's the case. I think she's getting promoted because she's got a dad who is connected in racing. Yep. And if you think you can say that about fewer than 10 or 20 guys in the sport right now, you're five. No, I, well, I'm saying like, I bet you 80% of the sport has people in racing that are connected yes up and down if you so, go from if you go through the trucks and the xfinity series yeah. garages it's probably closer to 85 90 percent i thought and then once did. you get up to the top you've still got guys who are connected yeah but they've built that somewhat on a reputation yeah. of winning races like tyler reddick is a racer yeah. and he's not necessarily the most wealthy kid ever to ride in he's the stock got, car he's got some money behind him some family but he had money. some he had some money Look, there's lots of guys like that. It's okay. But even and like, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, there's there's very, very few Ryan Priests in the world that yes. don't have a backing that literally said, I've got a hundred, I got a million dollars. I'm going to go run four races with Joe Gibbs and see what instead, of, instead of 33 with JD, JD Motorsports. And it parlayed into a two year career. Maybe, and yeah. I think he's going to his third year next year. Yeah, I think so, you're I mean, right. I it's, mean, that's that's a lot better than I thought he was going to get. Well, and here's the other thing, too. Is is Haley Deegan going to lack for sponsors? No. No. <laughs> she is no. she is Ford's so, darling. I don't know what Ford, people... Ford doesn't pick many development drivers. Think no, about they, they don't. They had Chase Briscoe. Yeah. And, and then, now this is going to be their yeah. next big development project. So and we'll see how it goes. At, you're looking at when Kevin Harvick retires, if Cole Custer falters, um, and, I mean, you're looking at Eric Almirola, you know, if he gets tired of the bacon money. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty much, I mean, yeah. Haley Deegan, I don't think will unseat Brad Keselowski. I don't think we'll unseat Joey Logano. No. Maybe not even Ryan Blaney. No. I foresee, I see her, it just fits with Deegan and Stewart's personality would probably fit. Yep. I see her Absolutely taking a, right. a, a ride over at Stewart Haas Racing. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless Denny Hamlin, Jordan, for some reason goes forward. I don't. Could be, I don't right? see. I don't see Ford letting her go. No, I, I don't think so either. I think you're right. They're with. I think they're with her the whole way up. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe that goes. Maybe she becomes someone that Roush takes on eventually. I don't know. There's. You know. Th- there's the ooh, calling back to about 20 minutes ago. What about that number six being a, the Deegan six? Mm-hmm. People remember from Mark Martin and Haley Deegan. Right. I'm saying Holy like you tie cow. that in with Mark Martin and yeah, you could. You never know. Yeah. You want to talk about an ambassador for the sport. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know what, what would happen with her. The, the whole point is here. We're trying to put all this on her. She's not driven in a truck race as far as I know. I don't think uh, in her career yet. So she's got a She, dro- she drove in Kansas. Oh, she drove in Kansas. Yeah. Okay. There First race was this weekend. Yeah. All right. How'd she do by the way? I didn't even yeah, see. She didn't, she didn't win. Okay, <laughs> right. that's fine. I, I know that, but uh, but also too. I mean, she had a chance to. I watched Arca from afar. I mean, because I was planning on going to Toledo this year because we don't live too far from Toledo, and that was one of those things. They were there like three or four times because you know Arca has history at Toledo Motor Speedway. Yeah, right. So I was going to go up there a few times this year and watch, but of course, every time I tried to, I couldn't either get tickets or they weren't showing it, or I just was busy, and I'm just like, okay, well. But I watched it from afar, and she did decent. She didn't, you know, light the world on fire, but. I mean, this was a one-year plan anyways for ARCA. Just get some experience, get some seat time, and move up the ranks. An interesting thing, by the way, she was uh, 16th at Kansas. So, again, keep in mind, this is without any practice time 
at that track. She just went out there cold and drove a truck for the first time and finished it in the top 20, kept it off the wall. That's better than most of us would be able to do. Um, but the 19 year old, this is also something I didn't realize. Uh, the goal they say is for the gig to be full time. She did say there are still some deals that need to be worked out before that's officially the case, but she's confident it'll be a for sure thing before the Ooh. end of the year. So just keep she's that She's a monster sponsored driver as well. Yes, she is. Might, um, might they find a little money out of Kurt Busch's pocket? I don't know. I don't know either, man. What, uh, if, what if Kurt Busch wins the championship? Right. Does he do the John Elway and just say, oh, it's been great. We'll see you later. Could be, Have man. A good one. Could be. Who knows? Kurt Busch is certainly not someone who I think would, uh, I, I don't, I could see him going, I want every track to do a Kurt Busch way and I want to get honored and I want to get a champion send off. And I could also see Kurt Busch saying Mike the, drop. at at Phoenix in the post race interview, just say, yeah, I've decided I'm done. That's yep. it. I just this decided to move on. And then just I mean, take, <laughs> he's such a loose cannon. I don't know which way. If he wins that. it with Ganassi, look, if he wins it with Ganassi, he's not going to go to Kendrick. He's not going back to Penske. He's not going back to Stuart Haas. He's mm, been no. at the upper echelon. If he finds a way to get in that final four, mm-hmm. I would say Kurt Busch, unless you need some money, I would just yeah. go ahead and retire if you get the final four. Yeah. Why not? Throw throw a big old wrench and let Corey LaJoy hop in there. I don't Boy, know. Boy, check this out too. I just, I didn't even realize this. They said with uh, Haley Deegan, so she started off 34th, by the way. Good to yeah, know. She went, she got to 16th. She also had never taken a full speed pass into the pits until the race. Yeah. Like, because she said, we ran here in ARCA, but in ARCA, we have scheduled pit stops. So, yeah you're not gaining or losing anything. So everybody just comes down and does it very orderly. Of course, these pit stops, you can gain or lose a ton yeah. under, you know, green flag situation, caution flag. So that's pretty impressive to me. I think she did a really good job. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that I record that race and I mean, just life has taken over this week. So I haven't watched it, the truck race, but maybe one of those ones I want to go back to and watch. Yeah, I agree. All right. So, uh, plenty there from the, silly season and from kansas anything else you want to add before we wrap this up i just want to say that it has been phenomenal to do this week in and week out and i know that that we both jd and i have full-time jobs and uh it it's been fun to come here i know we've gotten late on the podcast a few nights a few weeks here and there but i just want to say thank you guys for listening uh we really appreciate the interactions we've had with you guys and we're looking forward to a stellar end of the season but also start to 2021 we're hopefully going to see us out of tracks we're going to do tweet ups that'd be a lot of fun i cannot wait yeah i got a stack of stickers that we thought we were going to pass out at racetracks and that yeah didn't quite happen (laughs) we we had that conversation i I went to bristol by myself i'm like hey those stickers should we uh should we pass them out and then we're like well what if we pass them out and they're like Hey, I don't want to get the vid. I'm just here with my <laughs> right. mask and watching yeah, racing. Yeah, I don't really want to Sit take a handout right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. That's all yeah, right. So, so we're just going to save until next year. And yeah. uh, we have one of the limited edition three uh, Etsy Stagger podcast uh, stickers. I'm going to put that on our social media. So if you see a story post tonight, uh, yeah, if you want that, tell you what, I don't know. We'll figure something out. We'll throw Maybe it in. Maybe we can make more of them. If people well, want that yeah, version, I mean, we there, can send that out There's a first too. edition. We should like sign the back or something and be like, Oh, okay. Put, I don't know. Put like an egg McMuffin stain on the back. I don't know. Something that is us. Yeah, make it look, us. make it look really like, us. Like, like, a, like a little monster, like a monster, like condensation ring on just on yeah, the back of it. That's you exactly know? right. Make I, it authentic because there's only one of three ones on the backpack I have to take around to the that's track. That's exactly so. right. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, um, by the way, this weekend we do have IndyCar. Oh. So we will wrap up IndyCar next week on the podcast. We will talk about who is locked in for Phoenix with NASCAR. And uh, maybe by then Kyle Larson will actually have signed. We'll talk yeah. about that too. And I'll probably count down the days to the Rolex 24 because I cannot wait for that. Oh, it'll be. I can't mm. wait for 2021. Just get me. You and me both. Get me there now. <laughs> All right. That's it for the Stagger Podcast. Until next week, as always, stay safe and stay staggered. Kurt Busch drives faster than your mother. <laughs> <laughs>